So, hi and welcome to episode 86 of Invest in You. And today we are having a, another podcast with, uh, we're going to do another interview. So, uh, we have James Sinclair on the other end and um, yeah. Cool, cool, cool. So, yeah. So, James, I have followed your work for a few years. I like what you're doing. Yeah. Um, so, thank you, as the business owner, tell us more. Yeah, I, well, I'm a, a UK. So, you guys, just so I understand, you're based in Sweden, both of you. Uh, I'm uh, in London usually. And I'm in Sweden. Wow. Well, yeah, yeah. So um, basically, we're based in uh, the UK. Uh, yeah. We run um, a chain of uh, what I would call brick and mortar businesses. So we own some family entertainment centers, some day nurseries, um, and uh, we make teddy bears. We made a lot of teddy bears, made over a million teddy bears. <laughs> um, we also do quite a bit of property stuff, commercial property we own. Um, I've wrote books. I speak on stages, um, all around business. Um, uh, 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 and that that really sums up. We employ over 400 people now. Um, yeah. We do about 15 million gross in sales each and every single year. So that, that's us, really. Uh, hopefully that sort of gives you a little bit a taster perfect yeah that is so awesome because um uh when i was little i always went to these like fun houses and did like fun stuff that was like the best thing that happened all year so yeah. it's, i I, re- I think it's awesome what you're doing so oh, um basically uh how did like uh, so how did you start uh progressing into what you're doing right now so when i was at secondary school at start the senior school that we have here in the uk um i just started I became a magic man, really done magic shows at kids' parties. Yep. Um, and I built that business up pretty quickly. Um, and then we sort of morphed into hiring out party equipment. And what we very quickly realized that that was a, a swapping time for money business. It wasn't something that we could hugely scale and turn into something that would be a commercially profitable enterprise that works without us running the day to day. So we then turned into opening venues. Um, uh, and opening our own attractions so that, you know, I didn't have to work such hard <laughs> going out doing parties all the time. Although we, we, you know, it was good money, but, you know, as you get a bit older, not so good. Yeah, mm. yeah. So what, what's the, the really the biggest difference doing a transformation from, again, Charlie's now uh, 13, is, is in business with myself and doing stuff. You started when you were 15 or younger? Yeah, I was. I was. I kicked off doing like kids' discos and stuff when I was fifteen. I suppose the biggest thing that I learned was what I had was a profitable job rather than a profitable business. I, I didn't want to. You know, I think when you, if you're going to work for someone, then you're going to get so much security and you've got all of that around you. But if you're going to set up your own business and take the risk of doing everything yourself, why would you want to have something that is? just a profitable job that you haven't got something that you can sell at the end and take yeah. all the risk of not being comfortable in employment into employee, uh, employer, sorry. Um, yeah. So that's, that was my sole focus to build a team around me so that I didn't have to do everything myself. Surely, how does that sound to have a, a team instead of doing everything? Well, it sounds a lot easier, basically. It's both. <laughs> well, you see, the, yeah, the, the situation is most people don't have the mindset of wanting yeah. to build a team. Um, so don't don't worry about how you're going to afford to yeah. pay for a team. It's actually number one is getting the mindset in, saying, no, I want a team. I really do want a team. 
and I'm happy because loads of entrepreneurs and business owners are control freaks and they want to control every element of the business. So it's not even the affordability thing that they've yeah. got to get past. They've got to get past that someone's going to help me situation, not like bloody yeah. superheroes, gods of their business. They want to do everything themselves. Yeah. Um, and it just doesn't work like that. So stage one is the mindset that, yes, we want to have a team as fast as possible. And I think once you get the mindset right, you find the money. Um, yeah. That's, yeah, no, that's I, I com- com- completely agree. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, moving on to how you later grew things, did you have any business experience from your parents or someone else in the early days? Or how, how did you come up with the idea to start to hire people? Oh, so I think you know I, I was left home when I was very very young, much younger than most. Yeah, because my family didn't really want me doing what I wanted to do. Um, they didn't really want me to become a magic man. <laughs> they're happy for it now because they've they've seen my mum died. Um, right. So I had nothing really, and you know it was a single swim moment. So I thought, right, I'm just going to go for it. You know, what's there to lose? You know, I'm 16, yep. 17. You know, if it all goes wrong, I can start again. So I just went for it and. That was it. Um, I suppose my big inspiration really was when I read Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson. It's a great business book. Yeah. And Richard just said, look, if you're not very good at something, buy it in. And that was a bit of an aha moment for me because when you go to school, you know, especially in the UK, we have this phrase in the UK is um, if you don't succeed, try, try again. So if yeah. you're not good at something, carry on doing it until you become good at it. Whereas when you become a business owner, an entrepreneur, or just go into employment, you know, if you're not good at carpentry, don't become a carpenter. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know, if you're good with numbers, then you might become an accountant. But if you're not good with numbers, why become an accountant? And yeah. so, so as soon as we're adults, we get to make choices on <laughs> decisions and stuff we're good at. Yeah. When we're at school, we're forced to do things that we're not good at, and it's absolutely balmy to me. Uh, and then when you're a business owner, I literally only do stuff that I'm good at, and if I'm not good at something, I just won't entertain it. Perfect. Because, yeah. Let someone else do it that's better at it. Yeah. yeah. Because like doing things that you uh, that you are good at often uh, is things that you like doing as well. Absolutely. And then yeah. you have, so see, when you look at great entrepreneurs and great business owners, they have passion, resilience, and they can see the end of my life. They, their vision, yeah. they have a great vision, but you know, if you're passionate about something, you're going to be more resilient about it. Yeah. And sure. that is, is yeah. Important. So surely I was about to ask you, uh, when you were in Bali, surely you were there, uh, as extremely <laughs> young participant. So are you familiar with Roger Hamilton? Uh, yes. No, I'll ask James. I'm oh, sorry. Sorry. Say, say Are you that familiar again. with Roger Hamilton? Roger Hamilton? Yeah. No, who is doesn't he? Ma- does, it doesn't matter. He, he's working with uh, entrepreneurs all over the world. Uh, parking that thought, surely when you were there, many people who had been in jobs all their lives, what did they think about their jobs? Uh, they actually didn't like the jobs, most of them. Yeah. Because... Uh, I guess uh, a big part of the program that we went to in Bali was dis- uh, like discovering who you were, and uh, a lot of them maybe didn't write uh, like fit into their jobs, for example. Yeah, M- many were in their forties and fifties and, and, and even more, uh, and they've been basically having a job for the whole life that they, despite. Okay, for a well, that most people are. I mean, <laughs> I, I think my senior team. Yeah. Um, they're sitting around me right now. I don't, <laughs> you know, I don't manage them at all. In fact, yeah. quite the opposite. They probably manage me more than I manage them. And I would, 
hate to think that any of our senior people yeah. felt like they were in something, they were here just for the money. That, yeah, that I would, think that comes back to a lot. Allow people to be in flow and, and work with stuff they really enjoy, uh, including James jumping around in the background somewhere that were a camera. I hope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> good, no, good. because you know, look, especially the people you work with. When you really break it down, most human beings spend more time with the people they work with than their their loved ones at home True. and their family. True. Yeah, you know, you know, unbelievable. You, you know, it's just you, you want to be enjoying it. Now, look, I'm not. I, I used to always think, why would anyone? anyone on this planet want to work for someone but now as i've got a bit older i think if you can find the right people to work for being an entrepreneur is very stressful you know you have to deal with all the impossible stuff you have to fund the stuff pay the wages you know things don't go right you have to make sure that you make it right that's not for everyone to do not everyone can be the person just to go and set up and open up a business and have the tenacity, passion, resilience to keep yeah. on going. Yeah. So actually sometimes being number two or number three or number four or number 10 in a company where you can be at the top, make a difference. You work for someone that's inspirational and that wants to share with you. And I believe in all those things. I think that's a great place to be. Yeah. I just shared some stats. More than 200,000 companies have been founded in, in, in London alone in the, in the last year, which means that uh, most of them will not exist in just a few years, which is a bit sad, which very much links to what you just said there. Yeah, entrepreneurship is not for everyone. Yeah. No, no, 50% of businesses fail within the first two years in the UK, 80% are gone within five years, yeah. and only 4% of companies make it past 10 years old. It's yeah. awful statistics. Yeah, yeah. I think it's still good that people give it a go and then, and then they, they can be into The thing is, Frederick, yeah. the f- thing is I meet certain people and they have this thing which we call in the UK, they have it. Now, you can't yeah. say what it is. I know I know exactly what you mean. They have it. And, yes. um, and you just know that they, they've, they're going to work hard. You know, so many people worry about getting all the funding in place before they do. You know, you're never going to get all your ducks in a row in the entrepreneur yep. game. You know, but if you can get going you know, over a period of time, things usually get better as you get more experience. And yeah, yeah, yeah completely agree. What sure. was uh, Dad's book called? Uh, uh, not sorry, not Dad's. Uh, Rob Moore's book called. Which of, of which of them? Uh, it it was like something like work first. Uh, no, no, not work, but like, uh, but you like um, do something and then improve it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Start now. What was it called? Yeah, later. yeah, that's right. Yeah. So James, start now. Yeah, James. You also got uh, a couple of books uh, out there. Um, two this key thoughts for getting customers. Two two key things from 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 them. Uh, like it. Uh, we've got getting customers. Yeah. We've got the experience business. This is all about building a business with yep. margin. This yep. book is just got the, the the elements of what a great business is. Perfect. We've got this book, the first one I put together called The Millionaire Clown. Yeah. And well, then we're going to write a new one this year, possibly on property. I was about to ask you what's the next one, but I'll leave that for a later conversation. No, it's, it's, it's going to be property profits, probably yeah. something that that's the my working like title in my head. But I also like to write a book called The Dream Team about what is the team that you need assembled for success i like um, it surely over to you uh linking yeah. to the podcast name so well basically our podcast name is called invest in you so what does like investing in yourself mean to you well i mean reading books going to seminars listening to podcasts i mean 
literally YouTube has got just so much stuff on it. Yeah. Um, and a cheeky little plug here for my YouTube channel, but we got 400 plus videos yeah. on getting customers on uh, property on building a business is buying a business employing and hiring people literally it's like 400 plus videos yeah. on the james sinclair youtube channel which you can just like divulge in and learn loads of stuff have you guys checked out my youtube channel yeah we have yeah yeah, yeah we, we, we spoke about it just before we we started this podcast <laughs> as well because Charlie, yeah, you got your frederick, Go frederick i'm asking you a question have you subscribed to my youtube channel do you want to hear the crazy answer what I, no, I haven't because I usually what? don't subscribe. I just consume them uh, because I don't want to have alerts. Help me out. Help okay. me out here. All right, Charlie. I'm definitely on Charlie, 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 action right now. Go I'm already YouTube. on it. All right, go to, to YouTube in the background. And all yep. listeners to this podcast, go to YouTube right now. James and Claire, do it, do it, do it. But not just that. Comment <laughs> on there because here's a little thing. Like, let me tell you now. That's why I answer, I'm happy to do that. I answer all the comments on my YouTube, not my team. I answer on yeah, that, YouTube. Yeah, answering all the comments, that's, that's like good service. It's, it's very yeah, good exactly. service. It's quite rare. So, right. so I do them. I mean, I don't know if it's going to happen forever, is it? Because it's growing quite rapidly now. Um, it, when I say rapidly, like building a YouTube channel, like is. You know, I know it's really hard. Really hard, but it, it's worth doing if anyone's listening. Because let me tell you why: people spend on average forty seconds on all the other social media platforms. Yep. On YouTube, they average spend forty minutes yep. per session on YouTube. That is like once you've got the eyeballs on there you've got the eyeballs and and it's proven like when people are going on linkedin instagram facebook you know it's part of everyday life you know they're off doing this they're quickly yep. scrolling when they go into youtube like they're concentrating on youtube so that's why i put so much effort into it mm. and what we're growing now on average 17 subscribers a day that that's really good for youtube uh, and yeah. we've got really good watch time um and we're starting to build an audience we're getting comments on every video yeah. now so I'm looking forward to your comments. Yeah, absolutely. So we have you got two new subscribers as of today, uh, and also yes! another challenge for 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 the <laughs> listeners to this. Uh, go to sandval.com. Uh, sorry, uh, go search for Sandval instead on YouTube and subscribe there as well. And you can see the rest of this podcast as a video, so you can see James yeah. there as well. And uh, back on on track again. So you have lots of mentors, I presume. Any favorites? Yeah. I've had tons of mentors, great business. So, the, the, you know, I've always tried to get in front of business owners that are doing way better than me within the same sectors as me. So when I got into day nurseries and childcare, I made sure that I made friends with people that had big childcare businesses and learned from them like a sponge sucking information out of them. I've done it in outdoor attractions. I've done it in um, every business we've been involved in. I've made sure that I've got to know all the right people in areas to help grow our business because that is all for free yep. um, and usually people want to help you on the way up. And I've also done loads of seminars and paid for stuff as well. Cool. That sounds perfect. Uh, so looking into the social media space, uh, we both got a fair number of, of followers on uh, LinkedIn, uh, same with uh, YouTube. I assume you've got the same on Facebook as well. What's your favorite one and why? I think YouTube for concentration of audience is the winner. Um, I'm doing some good stuff with Instagram right now, so I've really got to double down on it. I mean, 
I was a bit late to the game, really, on building a social media platform. Yep. It's different, you know, so for our outdoor attractions and our play centers, Facebook, the families is still numero one, but Instagram's catching up. Yep. LinkedIn's great if you upload native stuff to the platform. When we link stuff off to YouTube, we get no reach. So yep. you've got to upload natively more work, but definitely worth the effort to do so. Um, we, we now started putting articles out on medium.com as well. Um, I think that, that the last article we did, we got like 80 reads on, you know, from yeah. scratch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? So I, I think medium, and I, I, I hear, like this, I haven't got the evidence to back this up yet, but what I've read and understood about it is it's brilliant for SEO to be on medium.com because it's, you know, it's, it's really good quality text, heavy stuff that's pushing stuff back to organic reach for your website. Um, cool. News to me, perfect. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah. ultimately, the reason why we have a podcast with you, James, is uh, because I was probably consuming some of your content on LinkedIn. Just, uh, yeah, cl- close so, yeah we, 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 we love LinkedIn, and we was like, I mean, LinkedIn's still got a great organic reach. We have probably been, so our primary focus is YouTube number one, yep. because we know when we crack YouTube, you've got really loyal followers, yes. and then yeah. all the others will build. Um, but uh, we've just taken on an MD for the James Sinclair consultancy seminar training yep. speaking business. Um, and since that's happened, we are doubling down our efforts and all the other platforms as well. I mean, our aim, our aim is to produce and distribute a hundred pieces of content a day. And as close as we can get to that, we are not doing that, but that has been the aim for the last year. We probably put out 30 pieces of content today. The reality is, ain't enough anymore yeah you know, we know we know you've got, <laughs> yeah. you've got to do 10 on linkedin 10 on instagram 10 yeah. on facebook yeah. you've got to do your emails you've got a youtube videos you've got podcasts yeah. I, i'm doing a podcast you before i've done a podcast you're yeah. speaking to a solicitor before yeah. that i was doing my own podcast yeah, exactly um, and then tonight i'm doing a webinar so I'm finished with you. It's seven o'clock. I've got a webinar, like literally back to back. And in between those moments, I've got a sandwich in just doing the normal work of all the stuff we're yeah. up to as running a business, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, and also like, like we, we and the, the listeners clearly can understand that means that you have uh, dedicated staff working with uh, pushing out content also on your behalf, like many of the other people as well, I presume. Yeah, so, so now, I mean, I spend 50% of my time, I would say, on the seminar training yep. consultancy yep. business, but we have two people full-time plus my PA yes. that does like, and we ain't breaking through, you know. Yeah, yeah. We're doing some, but we're not doing nowhere near enough. So, you know, I think if you want to build a personal brand, fantastic, it will work for you, but you've got to invest three years of hardcore time into it before you start really reaping the benefits cool have you seen anyone uh, around charlie's age uh, like young young teens uh, out there doing stuff in the uk or elsewhere that you you can recommend to him connect to what, in the entrepreneurship to- space yeah young young entrepreneur of any kind very young ideally i can't think of anyone that's um that's on social that's yeah. 13 but, that, that, but that's uh, probably a good and bad pretty niche category time. yeah it's pretty niche category i mean great what how are you making your money what are you doing you're flipping stuff on the internet or you surely over to you uh, what, what's what do you do well basically you can uh, do jobs for my dad basically um it is linked to social media uh because i'm pretty good at editing and uh 
editing videos and audio and stuff like that in uh, yeah. different ways. That is one option. You can also definitely produce content online, uh, which I am trying to do. Um, I'm interested in it. Of course, there are other things in my life uh, which allows me to not do it as much, but I'm really interested in like yeah. uh, developing uh, social media following. You got a, a book coming as well, relatively soon? Yeah. What's that one called for James' sake? Uh, it's called How to Make Money as a Teenager. How do you think about that title? Mate, I did get it out of there. I mean, it's, it's great. Yeah, I have to copyright that pretty fast. But I, I mean, I would, the thing is, I don't think many teenagers read, they watch more. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I it would be, be YouTube for sure. Yeah. For folks. Yes, the parents that. have to do bedtime stories. <laughs> but Sandvel, is it Sandvel? Is that your. Yeah. Is that yeah, how you Brown, yeah. If it was me, um, I would be really heavily focusing on building a YouTube channel now, like producing yeah. content every single yeah. day, even if it's just YouTube lives. YouTube love that. And don't put the teenager name in it because when you get to 19, you won't want that. And you would have built this huge following. Yeah. And then you will hate the teenager and then you won't be able to change. So just go in as your name right now. Um, at the moment, do it for teenagers to make money and show how you're making money on YouTube and stuff like that. But, I mean, God, if you are 13, literally by the time you're 20, in seven short years' time, you could have a YouTube channel with 150, 200,000 yeah. subs yep. around the entrepreneurship space. Yep. You'll be in a really – and do you know what? Because you're young and you're doing that, all the big big hitters, you know, like the people, Rob Moore and all that, yeah, yeah, they'll yeah, get yeah. you on their channel. Yeah, exactly. Because they yeah. don't see you as a threat or a risk. Whereas Rob won't have me on his channel because he will say, well, James <laughs> will just hijack my audience. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. I'm an outset. But you will be able to get away with it. I mean, literally, if I was your age, I would be literally jumping on that because, mate, you are time. Yeah, exactly. of I mean, it. yeah, exactly. Uh, he's you already just in- do a YouTube live every, and then really good, like literally show yourself making money, but make it into little vlog. Yeah, Don't yeah, worry yeah. that you're only getting 20, 30, 40 views. Cause that's when I started out. That's all I got 20, 30, 40 views yeah. per video on YouTube. It's a, a slog, but get it on Instagram, get it on Facebook, still do Facebook because I'll tell you why on Facebook, you'll have older people that will love following yeah. you and they're, they're yeah. hanging out on Facebook. And yep. on LinkedIn, literally, because you're young, people will be following you. I mean, like, you know, like I want you know, put the phone down to me and go and do it now. Yeah, I'm, literally, you have to do that. Perfect. Yeah, but great, great, basically, great. so well on it. Yeah, yeah. Bottom line, I should do more social media, and I'm actually uh, every time I hear you should do social media from a guest or someone else, I. Uh, I am doing social media, but I really want to do more because I know I see I really see the potential in it. Yeah, yeah. Sandvelt, Sandvelt, like you need to do the social media that's building your personal brand because while yeah. you're at school at 13 years old, by the time you get to 16, you will have a following if you consistently yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah especially what consistently. What 13 year olds do you know doing yeah, this? Yeah, we, we had no clue. None. I mean, I, I, I mean, I. Yeah, and, and, and also it's obvious to see you're quite smart, Sam. But I mean, I'm you know I'm picking it up. You obviously know we have a phrase in the UK. You know, only beans make five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah. same with uh, also uh, engage him in terms of uh, the business. So he's also got uh, like twelve percent in the HMO. Uh, creating instead of a pocket money, you get the pocket money from the HMO, including equity in it. So all of these pieces fall into place and. Uh, 
it's it's great to see how engaged you become from yeah thinking where we were the same age. So yeah, uh, it's moving so quick now as well. Uh, and basically, hopefully, you can make enough money that you can get some new wallpaper, Samuel. Yeah. We are definitely planning on upgrading this space as well. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that is some... And then that chair with that wallpaper, whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, well, it's like for house Surely, push, push mommy's chair out of the picture and keep your gaming chair. Push, uh, no, yeah. not that one. The other, the other one is snacking. Oh, that one. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's it, my headache's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because basically it's ma- uh, basically mom. So uh, ideally, what I've I've had like a studio, maybe like a green screen or yeah, something. Yeah, no, you get me. there, mate. No, people will love that. That it's you know you're starting out. I mean, yeah. Not, I, mean, I didn't have this when I started out. The yeah, background and everything. Such yeah. you got so much time, you can just make all this happen. I'm pumped for you. Yeah, I've also heard that time plus properties are also a good combo. Yeah. You decide to focus more on property lately, uh, or at least well, I've always, to, to the I've world. Always, yeah, I mean, I've always world. done property, um, but there was loads of people claiming that you could just go and do property, get rich quick with no money, yeah, yeah, and yeah. that it was easy peasy to do. Um, and I, I was fed up of seeing that really, so I wanted to make some stuff out there that to show that it's not as easy. And our follow up video will go through that even further to show it's not as easy as everyone thinks yeah no i've been teaching quite a few people in property the the last few years last five years or so i've been teaching uh and also mentoring people and uh with it's so interesting with exactly the same content some people completely smash it and, and buy things worth yeah. millions in in a short time frame and other people will uh, sit on the sideline and see it unfortunately yeah very annoying yeah, exactly. When people take action, when you share good stuff uh, with yeah. the world. Uh, Surely over to you, office-wise. Office yeah, yeah. So basically we have this fun question we ask on uh, uh, our podcast, which is uh, what has been your best office, uh, place where you've worked from, basically? Well, I've, only ever, I've never worked in anyone's office. I've only ever worked in our own offices. Our first office was my nan's, my grandmother's, spare room that had very similar wallpaper to the one behind you (laughs) then then we moved to um another house we had a home office but a big room then we was um in one of our play centers then we moved to marsh farm and we had a rickety old house and now we're probably in the best office that we've ever had yeah but um one day we'll have slides in our office that's the yeah so so Surely, your your office is since uh, 1792, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's a quite old office where he is at the moment. Yeah. No. I'm not kidding. Uh, yeah. Not kidding. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, uh, an office can basically be anywhere now that you have social media. So it can either be in an actual office or it could be like on the beach working on, on your computer. So... It's very interesting. We've had many different answers uh, from every podcast. Yeah, I think Grand Cardone's uh, reply was so strange, or Ivan, our other co-host, didn't quite get it because he was referring to his plane. Yeah. Uh, so cruising up there at high altitude took a while for, for the, the penny to drop. Yeah. But it's Absolutely. good fun to see how, how different it is for different people. Um, so in terms of like actionable advice for our audience, uh, 
what would be some of your best business learning so far? It can be anything really at all. Oh, so if you think with the end in mind, what does your business look like when it's finished? Like Good. you can't underestimate the power of that. Um, that That's number one. Number two is E plus M equals S, which is entrepreneurship plus management equals success. Yep. You know, entrepreneurship starts a business, management makes a business. Um, so you really want to make sure that you have that amazing management around you. Choose a business that has margin. If you choose a business that has margin, you'll always be protected from the rising costs. Here in the UK, costs are rising all of the time. Choose a business that has instant sales. So some businesses, you know, they might take, for example, just selling houses, real estate, it might take you six months before you get paid your commission. I don't like businesses like that. Choose a business that when you open and you trade from day one, you will have instant cash flow um, because it's not lack of profitability that kills a business. It's lack of cash flow. Yeah. Um, choose a business that someone wants to buy when you're finished because at some point you're going to exit the business. Whether yeah. that be you, you die, or you sell the business, <laughs> at some point there's going to be an exit. You want to make yeah. sure that you build a business that someone wants to buy when you exit. Um, Choose a business that banks like to fund. Some sectors are very hard to fund. Other sectors are easy to fund. So choose a business that's easy to fund. Um, All of these, by the way, are in the experience business on page three of my favorite things that um, makes a business good. Um, Is there a chance of high price profit or sales? to make sure that there's a business where you can sell high price profitable sales. Apple would be a great example of this. Disney yep. would be a great example of this. Disney can sell you a £15 DVD, a £50 toy, but also £10,000 to go on a cruise line uh, for two weeks and stay in Disney World, uh, all of that stuff. But in addition, you want to have low price profitable sales so that people can try you out. So Disney also have this. People will buy cinema tickets from them, buy to consume movies that starts yep. you on the Disney drug, as it were, before you get into buy the <laughs> high price profitable sales. Um, is it a me too business or one with high barrier to entry? I don't like me too businesses. What's a me too business? It's a business that you start and competition can easily muscle in on your parade. Not for me. Yeah. Try and make your business as high barrier to entry as possible. Now you can do this via qualifications. So maybe you're a specialist accountant, a specialist solicitor. The more niched you are, the less me too you are. So I always give this example, opening um, a six-bedroom hotel, most people could do. But if you have the aspirations to open a 500-bedroom hotel, that's way less me too. And therefore, it will protect you from competition because not everyone thinks they can just go and open a 500-bedroom hotel easily. Yeah, I like the scale site. There's just some of those things. So uh, if you wouldn't mind, just hold up your two nice books there and your head in the middle. We'll use that as a thumb. Three, uh, yeah, do like a whole uh, poker hand. (laughs) We we, we use that for for the thumbnail and give a shout out to yourself. So what what are they called? (laughs) The ones you're holding up? The experience business. Yep. Getting customers. Yep. And the millionaire clown. On, on the back of that, what's the, the best place? Or you, you're on all social media, obviously. What's the best place to follow your work? You said YouTube, right? Well, yeah, just James Sinclair <laughs> on YouTube. Uh, underscore James Sinclair on Instagram. Uh, James Sinclair's Entrepreneurs Network on Facebook. Um, 
and everything, all the links and all the details. Then, if you go on my website, jamesinclair.net, it will feed you off to all the others. Perfect. So right now you obviously are juggling all the, the normal business, something in particular you focus on. I know the answer myself, but for other people, something you do right now, which people can tap into. For example, I know that you're doing more things right now linked to property. What's yeah. that and how can people find out more about that? Yeah. So my, so I run a number of seminars, one's called Entrepreneur's Masterclass, one's called the Property Profits Masterclass. All of those are available at jamesinclair.net. Um, and, you can have a consultation call with one of my team to discuss if that's right for you. Cause it's not right for everyone, but for people that are serious about growing their businesses, yeah. we would love to see if we can help you. Sounds perfect. Charlie, any, any concluding questions or springs to mind about anything at all? No, not really, but I just, uh, I think it's a really awesome business setup that you're doing with, uh, the whole uh, team and all these fun house uh, stuff, all these uh, like fun event stuff. Uh, I think it's awesome. Thank you. Can I just say to you, I'm amazed how good your English is. Well, actually, you know what? I've (laughs) lived in England, so that's why. Have you? (laughs) Yeah. What part of England? Uh, London. Oh, wow. Really, really impressive. I mean, we're not good at the UK. We only ever speak English and we just expect the world to understand us. And I'm always amazed how well. It's it's fascinating because surely you, you moved away now. It's, it's five years already, so time fly by quick. So he moved to Sweden about yeah, five soon years ago. six years, actually. Yeah, because of uh, <laughs> me being in, in property space, so I can able to dish my job and, and find uh, an, an old yeah. house with old um, wallpaper for Charlotte in Sweden instead. instead so, of Frederick, are you, are, you, are, you, are you father and son? Yeah, yeah, we are. But Frederick, so, you yeah. live in London. Uh, London, but I'm almost half the time in Sweden not working. And I'm in London working like yourself 24 7, the other half. Wow. So do you just do property in London or do you work? For uh, I do similar things like yourself. So I do business consulting. I help companies to raise finance. Uh, I help uh, people to learn about things. So, like your business consultancy, with particular focus on, on property as well as how to find money, which I see people struggle with all the time. Yeah, brilliant. Well, hopefully we'll see. You. Let's keep connected. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy, happy to. And, and surely, would you like to be on his podcast in due time, sooner or later? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That would be awesome. I'd <laughs> love to have you. Once you've started your YouTube channel, get in mm-hmm. touch with us and I will get you on my podcast. Awesome. Awesome. You've got to make at least five videos before we will consider it. Definitely, before we'll consider I love that. Surely, how how many videos have you got and how many followers and average viewers? Uh, Well, I mean, the thing is, I I absolutely love business content. I do a bit of other stuff as well because uh, I'm into parkour and stuff. I think I've done, uh, oh, I don't have an exact count, but maybe like upwards to 50 but it's mainly parkour and stuff a few business videos but i really want to ramp up those business videos so, so you need uh, to do a like separate 200 channel. subscribers i think so you need to do a separate channel just for business don't put it on no your i mean I, i'm not too sure about that i think i could uh although i have these parkour videos and stuff i still think uh i still think i could um develop uh business just after that from yeah. that yeah, we'll see. We'll, we'll probably try to keep it the same if we can, both lifestyle and business stuff, and hopefully we'll get a mix of good followers. Good stuff. Lovely talking to you guys. Thank to you. Your continued success. All the Thank best you. to you, James. Take care. Thank you for Cheers. being on the Bye-bye. podcast.
Yeah, so uh, thank you for listening to uh, all the audience, maybe on YouTube, maybe on uh, on the podcast or whatever. So thank you for listening. And uh, if you want to give us a five-star review, then please do it because we will keep on doing these awesome interviews and podcasts. Right, Charles. I will keep asking you, even if you said thank you already. Um, what did you find most exciting about today's interview? Um, hmm. I mean... Uh, I That's think it was really quite good. Question. I think the whole thing cool. was really fun to do. Yeah, you got lots of praise as well, so you keep up the great work. Thanks, Charlie. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.